Good afternoon, everyone. It's Cole Cruz, and you're listening to the KC News Podcast for Tuesday, the 22nd of the 1st, 2019. What's going on? How's everyone doing? Uh, this is not going to be an all episode of the podcast. This is actually the uh, plot twist. This is the Black Mirror Bandersnatch bonus episode, I promise you guys. Uh, I think it was uh, not last week, week before, I did say that there was going to be two episodes coming out that weekend. I did release the most anticipated, and I said I was going to release a Black Mirror-centric kind of episode around Bandersnatch. Uh, and then, they, obviously, I didn't deliver on that. Uh, because, if you didn't notice, it was fucking hot last week. And uh, the only place I can really... Uh, record and have no sound inter- um, interference or anything like that is the back room and the uh, the office at the uh, back room here. And they got incredibly, incredibly hot over the um, over that heat wave and uh, I just, re- just felt extremely uncomfortable recording um, in those areas. So, and I should have said something on the page, but I didn't, but that's pretty much the reason why I didn't record pretty much any episodes during last week because it was just way too hot to really do anything. Um, I was mostly outside uh, at the uh, at the baths, or I was at um, I was just under the aircon in the uh, main room, and I couldn't record in the main room because the aircon obviously is a sound interference, and you can definitely hear it. Like there's a there's an interference in here as well, but I can't uh, shut it off with the main computer. You can hear, if you hear a faint buzzing sound, that's the fucking computer beneath me. Um, and that's the interference in this room, but... Yeah, this is the uh, pretty much the only room I'm not going to get any distractions or interact um, interruptions from anyone. Hopefully. Uh, I did put a fucking sign on the door, but, uh, yeah. The, um, the downsides of coming back home. Because you have to record at home. So, yeah, uh, this episode is just going to be a little bit of a Black Mirror bonus episode, talking about Bandersnatch, because um, I decided to jump on the train about a month, nearly, almost a month late, <laughs> and chat about it. Um, it came out around New Year's time, we had our discussions and we discourse over New Year's, but I've decided to revive that discussion. Um, I still believe it's been talked about um, in terms of lawsuits. <laughs> Um, but it's still being talked about a bit. Um, Netflix just released their, um, I think it was the least chosen ending or the most chosen ending. I think it was the least chosen ending. And um, I had a read of, had a read of that. I haven't really. This uh, episode will be full of spoilers about the um, about the film. But um, I won't be going into all of the endings because I myself haven't done all of the endings. I've only done a few. And uh, I will talk about those, um, some of those. I've so I've broken this. I've kind of broken this up into three segments. Um, we'll get a bit of housekeeping out of the way first. Plot, all that stuff. Uh, I'll give my thoughts, and then we'll chat about some um, the endings that I got and what like my uh, overall feelings about them. How how this compares to every Black Mirror episodes, you know, all, all the good stuff like that. So I'm going to start off by just getting some housekeeping out of the way. Uh, Band of Snatch is a Black Mirror film. It was um, talked about around June or July. I think Charlie Brooker was coming out. He was saying that, like, yeah, we're working on a choose-your-own-adventure film for Netflix. Um, and, you know, the, the 
hubbub, or what do you fucking call it, uh, everyone was chatting about it. It was all online, everyone's going, oh, Black Mirror's doing a really choose, are they really doing a choose their own adventure thing on Netflix, or is this part of season five of, of Black Mirror? And then it was, uh, released later that, uh, it would be a standalone, uh, 90 minute film. Not part of season five, however, season five apparently will be coming out, uh, this year, 2019. Season five will be coming out this year, according to Brooker. So it was a, um, it's written by Charlie Rooker, who's the creator of Black Mirror. Um, and if you didn't know what Black Mirror was, it's a uh, kind of a a uh, anthology series based off uh, the dark side of technology. So there's heaps of episodes that have to do with technology turning against humanity and uh, the consequences of humanity's interactions with technology, whether they're abusing it or... It's usually when they're abusing it, is when shit goes bad. Um, but it's all about, um, makes you really think as well and have a bit of an existential crisis, which is a bit of fun. Um, just really I'm going to plug my laptop in because I am running out of charge. There we go. And, uh, it's directed by David Slade, who directed the, I believe the season four episode Metalhead. Um, and he's also done... He's also done episodes of Hannibal. Uh, he directed Hard Candy with Alan Page and Patrick Wilson, which is uh, actually a really good film if you haven't seen that one. And um, a few episodes of American Gods. He also directed 30 Days a Night. So he's a pretty uh, well-renowned director. And um, he started working with Charlie on, um, obviously, on Metalhead, and then Charlie brought him back for the Bandersnatch uh, feature film. Uh, the runtime is an hour and a half, about 90 minutes. Uh, but I've heard if you want to get all of the endings, I think it's about four to five hours, or some believe some people have even said five to six hours, trying to get all these endings. Uh, it is a choose-your-own-adventure film, so, uh, for example, if you go onto Netflix and you find Bandersnatch, it has like a little icon at the top, it's got a little star, so it's like a red little ribbon with like a white little star, and that just means that it is an interactive film. It's, it's actually, you know, uh, advertised as a Netflix interactive film, or a Netflix interactive experience, however the fuck they want to say it, but that's how I found it on Netflix uh, as an interactive film. Brought to you by uh, Black Mirror. And, um, it works on most devices. Uh, I did it on my, um, my, uh, Telstra TV, and that seemed to work. Uh, but apparently it doesn't work on Apple TVs, so if you have an Apple TV, you're going to be out of luck. Um, but I think most devices, it did work. Um, so I, I imagine most of you would do it on your laptop anyway, so it'll, um, you, you can just do it on that. So it's about, uh, what's it about? Yeah. It's about Stefan, or Stefan, how the fuck you say his name? He is, um, it's set in the 1980s, it's about Stefan, he's designing a video game based off Bandersnatch, which is a novel written by, uh, a fictional author in the series. Or is it a real author? I don't know. See, the things about this is, like, you don't know, because shit could, ha <laughs> shit could happen. Um, named Jerome F. Davies, he created a choose Run adventure kind of novel, kind of like, uh, you know, if you had, uh, if you read Goosebumps, you had the, by R.L. Stein, you had the uh, Choose Your Own Scare, or Choose Your Own, I think it was Choose Your Own Nightmare, or Choose Your Own Scare, and then you would read a page, and then you go to the bottom, and then you have two choices under the page. And then you'd uh, turn to that certain page to try and 
to go of that choice or decision that you made. And then obviously there'll be a lot of branching story arcs and different endings to that book. Um, I had a few of them when I was a kid. Um, but it's a bit of a uh, bit of uh, fun facts. Um, I really loved the Goosebumps books when I was when I was a kid. Um, when I was in uh, primary school, I really loved them. But I I would also be having like terrible nightmares. And then when I went to a doc uh, sleep doctor, who I'm now just convinced it was just a doctor, but I was told it was a sleep doctor. Um, she was like, "Well, you're probably having these nightmares because of these books you're reading." And I was like, but these books are so good. And I was like, do I have to stop reading these books? And she goes, well, if you stop reading these books, you might sleep better. So, you know, stop reading the books, slept better. So I uh, haven't read a Goosebumps book since, which uh, I don't know, was quite unfortunate, but that that had to uh, had to be what happened because if I wanted to sleep better, I had to stop reading those fucking books. But um, great books, great stories, really scary stories. Um, if you've read the Goosebumps books, they're yeah, they're great. They're a great series to read. Even even as an adult now, like I've I still think it's got some really scary shit in it. Um, haven't seen the films. Um, I think I've seen half the first one, but I haven't seen the the, the um, second one. So that's what it kind of is. Um, if you've got like, and you've also you can play those games where you have like those choices. And you click on those choices. It's pretty much like that, but obviously it's a film. It's an interactive experience. So it's kind of like that. Um, and I, I, I thought like it wasn't. I thought it was going to be heaps clunky with like the choices and dialogue and everything like that. But don't get me wrong. The dialogue is a bit clunky, but um, I love how the choices were formatted. Like the screen would kind of the aspect ratio would kind of change, and then the choices would come up. It was really nice and minimalistic kind of um, style to it. And uh, I thought it was really well clean, uh, well done. And uh, once you click the once you click a choice, the aspect ratio changes back to full screen, and then you're watching the film again. But about um, I think Brooker said about every five to ten minutes there had to be a choice because to keeping the viewer like kind of interested and engaged in the film. So you'll come across a choice maybe every five to ten minutes. Um. <clears throat> So it's about that. Um, he's directing. He's trying to make a video game based off of those um, that that novel Bandersnatch, and what it's pretty much what I just um, talked about with the Goosebumps series and everything. But he wants to make a computer game, a video game out of it. So he's currently designing one. Um, he's writing down paths and everything. Like he's he's going a bit. He's you know he's getting really stuck into it. He goes to a uh, video game company, publishing company. He meets um, Colin Ritman. who is a uh, very well-renowned video game designer, video game creator. He made all these um, games that everyone's playing, apparently, in this universe. He's, he's made all these fantastic games that, you know, get about four and a half stars off this this dude of the TV. Um, what was his name? Robin, I think? Yeah. I didn't like Robin. Because <laughs> he kept giving me two stars. What a fucking dickhead. Um... What does he know about video games? And it's uh, it's got Fionn Whitehead, who you'll know from uh, Dunkirk. Who he was like the main kid from Dunkirk. And it's got um, Alice Lowe from Hot Fuzz. I don't know if you've um, she's kind of like one of the minor characters. And of course, it's got um, my favorite character, Will Poulter's character, Colin Ritman. 
uh, Will Poulter, who everyone will know as either Eyebrows Kid or Racist Cop from Detroit. Or pretty much, he's pretty much well-renowned as Eyebrows Kid from Blade Runner and the kid from uh, Where the Millers. But he's quickly becoming one of my favorite um, kind of up-and-coming actors because he's been in a few projects that are really... Um, intrigued me. His performance has been really, really good. I especially loved him in um, Detroit, and he was really fucking good in this, especially his character. I don't really get the hate um, that he's getting for this. And like, He even shut down... The poor, the poor guy even shut down Twitter, his own Twitter, because he was getting a lot of negative reactions to his character, and they were just pretty much spewing at him and not the fucking writer. His performance. I don't think he deserves any of that. Um, it's quite unfair towards him. I honestly think it's one of his best performances. Um, I still think his Detroit performance is his best one. I, th I think it's one of his best performances, and I really loved his, his character. His character was such an interesting character. He's so very... He's very bizarre. He was very... Um, he's just unique in terms of, like, style. Like, he had, like, bleach blonde hair. He had uh, kind of these wide rim glasses as well. And he just had a mad... Like, I love his accent. <laughs> it's a cool accent. Kind of hipster in the 80s kind of feel I kind of got from him. <clears throat> so overall, like, what what did I think about it? Um, I think it's well shot. It has great visuals. Um, really cool sound design. I mean, Black Mirror has always got really cool sound design and visuals. Like, they never... they never Even the bad episodes, you still appreciate what is on the, on the screen because... Um, <clears throat> it just has really good F, um, SFX and... Um, Visuals and definitely cinematography as well. It's, it's really well shot. Um, I kind of I kind of feel it was a It's about like sacrificing yourself, like for your art. Um, like taking me back to like many directors, my famous directors' films that I really enjoy, including my own that I did in uh, twenty seventeen about that kind of that same kind of uh, uh, theme. That kind of dramatic, uh, dramatic um, question. How much would you sacrifice for your for your art, and how would you, how much would you put on the line to get it out there and uh, make it the best you can? Um, definitely has there's parallels between Stefan's, um, or Fion's character Stefan and Jerome F Davies because um, spoiler alert, here we go. In the uh, film, you find out that Jerome F. Davies went absolutely nut bangers insane and uh, cut his wife's head off and created Bandersnatch from that, but he had obviously had to go to prison because he fucking decapitated his partner. So, um... <clears throat> it's kind of the road that Stefan... There is an ending that is really fucking crazy, but yeah, you get like four and a half stars, I think, from uh, that little fucking shithead Robin... <laughs> on that TV show. Um, I believe if you kill your dad and then kill Colin, you get that ending. Um, or I think it's... Because if you bury your dad, you don't get that ending, but if you chop him up and like leave a mess and everything, um, you do find that ending, and then Colin comes in, and then you fucking hit him with the head of a blood object, and he dies. And then that's when you're in jail, scratching the uh, mark, the... Yeah, the kind of... Um, uh, what do they look like? It uh, it actually looked like a symbol from one of the Black Mirror episodes. Maybe that was a bit of an Easter egg as well. But it's like the the um, the branching paths kind of mark. Um, you're scratching that all over the walls, and then you get obviously get the four and a half stars from Robin. I keep dropping my fucking pencil. 
God, I'm good at that. Um, it definitely instilled thoughts of like existentialism and paranoia and, you know, the, the, uh, the anxiety of being controlled by some sort of, um, uh, higher power. Like Black Mirror is always like a TV series that no matter, like, I mean, the best episodes really make you so feel so uncomfortable in your seat watching it that you're like, well, this could probably happen one day. And then just the endings that you get on some of the best episodes are just like just insane. And then you just you kind of just like this. You have to take a brief a breath of fresh air like almost every episode because almost every episode does have a kind of terrible ending. Uh, my favourites are the ones that have the good endings, <laughs> um, happy endings. Like uh, you've got San Junipero, you got the Hangar DJ. Um, I mean even I mean Fifteen Million Marys. When you think about it, he's kind of sad, but he kind of relieves himself from that kind of future that uh, in that um, in that world I think that was season 1 episode 2 was that one with Daniel Kaluuya that's where I first saw him um, but yeah it's it's no in terms of um, Black Mirror style it definitely made me uncomfortable I was sitting there watching and I was like oh fuck maybe there is like I was just like you know had, had those thoughts occasionally and um Obviously, I wasn't just like, oh, Pac-Man, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm Pac-Man being controlled. Like, um, there's a whole monologue of Colin that was I found really fucking funny. Um, when you go to his place and you take like a tub of acid, and then he starts talking about like government putting, you know, um, drugs in your food, your father being an actor and all that stuff. Definitely uh, triggered the uh, the old Truman Show uh, paranoia, anxiety. just for a brief second and you're just like well that's come on <laughs> come come to your senses um, but it's, it's definitely got that but in terms of like it's been uh, like equality in, in in Black Mirror um, I wouldn't really put this up even in my top five um, episodes like it's a really cool one-off experience I probably will have a look at it again later on but as of now I'm probably not gonna go back to it I've, I've seen about three of three or four endings um, so yeah, I wasn't really, um, yeah, I'm not really looking for, like looking to go back to it just yet, but um, it's definitely, for a first time experience, it's unlike anything I've ever experienced, ever. I've never really done anything like this before, especially a choose your own adventure kind of thing. And then you making the choices, and uh, whether it be cereal, the music you choose, decisions to publish your game at a... At, um, uh, at the fucking company's after uh, the company's name, but like at the company that he goes to pitch to, or produce, or uh, start writing at home, and then um, obviously produce it from home. There's a lot of big decisions. There's a lot of small decisions. Even the small decisions branch off into decisions that, um, yeah. But also with the decisions as well, I kind of felt like they were some of them didn't even matter because you make certain decisions, and then you you go to this screen where there's like this TV. And then it goes back, you can go, it says back to previous choice. And I kind of felt like the film was kind of manipulating me to take a certain ending than um, what I wanted to have the, uh, as an ending. It certainly feels like the film wants you to reach that final ending, which is the real ending apparently, which also kind of was underwhelming. I didn't really like the real ending at all. Um, and apparently that is the the real ending is the um, when you find the rabbit and then you um, go on that train with your mother you die and then you die in your seat currently in a therapist session with um, Dr. Haynes I believe her name was 
who is played by Alice Lowe. Um, yeah, you kind of... Uh, I, I was I found, kind of felt that underwhelming. Uh, my favourite ending was like... One of my favourite endings was getting the four and a half stars. <laughs> like, going insane. Because it was just an entertaining ending. Um, and then you've got the ending where you got to jump off the building, or Colin jumps off the building. If you jump the building, pretty much you just, that's it, you die. And then you go back. But yeah, some of that thing where it goes back to that TV, and then you, you can actually go back to that choice, it kind of felt like that was the format of the thing. Like, like the creators want you... The film always wants you to take a route, the route that it wants you to take. And again, playing on that theme of being controlled by something. Um, which I thought was quite ironic, watching the film, watching the character kind of freak out. Him kind of... It, it, when it gets meta and you can choose Netflix as a certain option, and then he, can, he starts saying, who's controlling and everything? And then you can start saying things like explaining things to him. Then he starts interacting with you as the viewer. And then, uh, yeah, you kind of feel you know, powerful controlling this character. And if you, you know, if you're abusing your power, it's, it's, um, feels kind of like a, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, toy soldier kind of thing. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was kind of ironic that I was kind of feeling that, um, while I was, um, doing, like, doing the film. Like, I was just like, oh, these, this is not the choices, like, the film is actually in control, not me, the film, I feel like the film's in control, so I had a bit of conflicting thoughts there, I was just like, it doesn't really work as like a choose your own adventure kind of thing, like, if you want to go down, like, also I've got to stop saying, I've got to stop saying a lot, because it's really fucking annoying, so, take a drink, listen to this episode back, and, um, take a drink every time I say like, <laughs> because I swear to God, you will probably get alcohol poisoning. May even end up in hospital. So yeah, that, that, that was kind of my thoughts about the whole thing. Um, again, not one of my best Black Mirror episodes, but it was a cool one-off experience, a very cool first time. Um, uh, um, interactive kind of thing. It's un again, it's un when I first did it, it was unlike anything I've ever done. I was like, this is really, really fucking cool. But uh, after you've done it a few times, you just kind of wear the kind of the magic kind of wears off. I'll say. And yeah, uh, we talked about the endings. I just thought the real ending was weird. My favorite ending was actually the BTS kind of ending. So when you're in the office and you're trying to fight Dr. Haynes, and then she goes, "Come here, my mama's boy." You can either jump out the window. Uh, no, no, you can either fight her or jump out the window. Now, I fought her the first time, and then I went back, and then I jumped out the window. And if you jump out the window, uh, a director calls cut, a woman walks onto the screen, which I believe is the first AD, or one of the, um, maybe the script supervisor with continuity people. They walk on and say, well, you're not supposed to, this is, this is not what you're supposed to do here. You're not supposed to jump out the window. You're not supposed to, you're supposed to fight Dr. Hens here. And he's kind of confused, obviously, because, like, this is, his experience has been broken. And, uh, yeah, that was really cool. I really, really fucking loved that ending. I thought that was really cool. Very meta, too. And the film does get meta. Like, I mentioned before, like, you get to this section where you are choosing, where you can... His computer starts talking to him, and then you can choose whether to say you are Netflix or you are this kind of... The, the uh, fucking... I'm just going to call it the Bandersnatch Power, because I can't really... That path symbol. Um, let's call it the Bandersnatch Power. Higher Power. And if you choose Netflix, you can start talking to him. It gets very, very fucking meta. And I don't know if I like... I liked it the first time, but then I was like, kind of just like, oh, this is kind of 
corny and cheesy, but like, I don't know, good. it's good fun. I wasn't really too um, conflicted by it. The first time I was like, this is really, this is pretty funny. <laughs> so like, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest, I really enjoyed, I did enjoy that experience. But uh, yeah, overall, um, i got to say, it's a, again, it's a good one-off thing. You can go back to it, have fun with it. Um, I, I, again, I haven't seen all the endings, but I don't really feel like going back right now and get try and get all the endings and kind of, because I've got a lot of movies to watch. I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to start watching a few more TV series as well on Netflix as well. And I, I, I hold, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for season five. Um, been waiting for it since season four dropped in. I think it was the, the December of 2017, I think. I was hopefully season five on the way. Apparently we're getting it around like May or June. So I uh, don't really know about that. Depends what Brooke is doing. Hopefully we do get it soon though. I'm keen to see what they do with it. If they do any more interactive experiences like this, um, yeah, it's really. I, re I also really like that Black Mirror was the first one to do this kind of choose your own adventure kind of thing, because it kind of feels like it, it's appropriate, and it like it's just like I think it's the perfect. Um, it's the perfect platform. Netflix is also the perfect platform to do it as well, because then, it's just the whole thing of technology. You know, advancing and what—it's just—it just plays perfectly, and that's why Black Mirror is so perfect on Netflix as well. Um, I just think like, them two together creating this thing—I uh, think—is um, probably the best thing to do for a choose your own adventure kind of thing. If anything else tries—if anything else tried to do it, I'd kind of be like, "Oh, that's really cool," but like, you kind of got like the perfect experience here with uh, Black Mirror and Netflix teaming up to give you this kind of. Um, existential kind of experience that makes you paranoid, anxious, um, and really thinking about, are we being controlled? Am I being controlled? Is any of this real? Is this the matrix? Who fucking knows? But, uh, yeah, that's it. That's my thoughts on Black Mirror Bandersnatch. Love to hear your thoughts. Uh, if you want to get in touch with me, you can reach me on Instagram, direct message, or you can uh, get on Facebook and uh, hit the uh, personal page. Don't, uh, sorry, the public page. Don't fucking add my personal page because I will not add you back um, unless you're a friend of mine. But um, hit up the pu pu um, public page, ask some questions in the comments, and I'm happy to chat about it with you. Have that discourse again. I had a really um, good chat over New Year's. We are talking about um, discussion over New Year's. I uh, sat down with a mate of mine, smoked a few cigars, and uh, talked about the film. It was, it was really, uh, it's kind of atmospheric, <laughs> like kind of smoking cigars, talking about, you know, um, Black Mirror and looking over um, into the and seeing like a big thunderstorm in the background. It was a really, really fucking cool experience. And uh, yeah, so I just want to just uh, say a couple of things before I get off. Um, this week, I'll be releasing a just a normal episode where I'll be talking about House that Jack built, uh, Glass, I'll do some spoiler-free thoughts on Glass, and I'll talk about uh, Piercing as well, which I also, I also watched. Also this week, I'll be sitting down with my dear friend Jacob Richards, and we'll be talking about Glass in full spoiler fashion. So if you want to get get in that conversation, start talking about Glass, listen to that podcast when it comes out on Friday, we'll be calling on Thursday, I'll definitely drop it on Friday, and we can... Um, have a good chat about that. I don't think it's as bad as everyone thinks it is, but uh, you'll definitely get my spoiler-free thoughts um, tomorrow. All right, I'll see you then.